Welcome. We're, we're starting out with applause. Yeah, well, I love why it. Not? That's our 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 in studio audience. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. Welcome to Angela's awesome podcast. I'm Angela Freeman, and I'm Hanno, and we're podcasting from Haley, Idaho, close to Sun Valley, Idaho. Yep. With a very exciting podcast on some awesome stuff today. And it's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. Well, we haven't missed a week since the week we missed. We have not. Because we recorded ahead. But yes, we haven't seen we haven't seen each other in two weeks. Yeah, because I went went on vacation. Hanno's been on vacation. Yeah. Because it's spring break here in Sun Valley, Idaho. Oh. So when I was flying from Atlanta to Phoenix, I was going through security with all of a sudden all these young kids. Oh yeah. Oh right. For spring break, they were all coming back from spring break, right? Right. And I was just. Did you think you were one of them? Not even close. Like these were children. (laughs) If Rob was there, Rob would have thought he was one of them. Rob, my husband. (laughs) I know. I've 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 finally gone past that point where it's like tipped over. I'm not even close. Don't care. Yeah, really. I mean, that's cool. These were children. They really were. And I I mean, I doubt I doubt any of them were even 21. Yeah, and, and they were. I mean, they were nursing hangovers and everything. Oh and yeah, we hilarious. don't miss that. So, <laughs> That's yeah, funny. Yeah, it was funny, but they were they were fun. They were yeah. fun to be in line with and stuff, and totally clueless and yeah, know, that kind of thing. But yeah. I love travel. I had I had only one one. Um, we had a, a plane. The air conditioner didn't work, so I got delayed. Ooh. Oh, oh, because they wanted to fix it. Yeah, but then they couldn't, so they took us all off the plane and they got us to an, an, got us another plane that was coming in a couple hours later. Um, but the cool thing was, is, oh my gosh, you guys had to deplane and then plane oh, yeah. again. That's. And luckily, I checked my bags through because I just, I mean, you know, I, I set up, when I'm traveling, I set it up with plenty of room to spare if I can. Yeah. And I sit in the back of the plane. I let everybody get off. I don't care. I got my book. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. my iPad, whatever. And so uh, what was cool is Southwest gave everybody on the plane a $100 travel voucher. Ooh, that's yeah. exciting. And there were Good. 135 people on the plane. So that two-hour delay cost them $13,000. And I was like, wow, okay, I'm quite impressed. So Yeah, well, yeah, it's not it's like good. they were actually giving that money out. No, because they're, they're going to make more money in the end. Yeah, because it's not like yeah, you can really yeah. buy a ticket for just 100 bucks. But you're right. Exactly. They, you know, if, if That's yeah. considering that most people would be buying with them again. Yeah. And, and that was like, I know, you know, like United and Delta, I, I doubt that they do that. I mean, not in my experience, but so yeah. I had to I give it up for Southwest on that. Good. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay, good. We'll give it up for Southwest. Yes. Another round oh, of applause. Yes. <laughs> but it was, so, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was rainy and cold the first two days. In Florida? It was in Atlanta. I mean, so, Atlanta. Yeah, that's that was kind of a bummer. And then it was 90 in Arizona and Phoenix oh, in March. You were all over the United States, yeah, really. I mean, California was just gorgeous. I mean, oh. it was 70. I got sunburned, you know, oh. so, and visited a lot of friends and family. Oh, the one that was, this was crazy. I have a friend that, um, she's 14 years older than I am, and we met through my work. And I did some work for her. And then, you know, we just, hey, you want to have lunch one day? And, and we've, this, I mean, this is, it's been a long time. I want to say maybe 15 years now. Oh. I mean, it's been a long time. 10, Since 15 you've seen years. Her. Wow. No, no, no. That we did, that we've been, been friends. Oh, that you've yeah. been friends. Okay. Yeah. And okay. we would Got meet it. every, every other month or so and, and have lunch or whatever it is. And, and uh, since I moved up here, it's, it's been pretty much the clockwork. And Jay is one of these people that is very, um, she, I mean, she, she's on it when it comes to times, appointments, things like that. She could be a little bit anal retentive. So, but I have never <laughs> been late ever. Never, 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 never been late, usually early. And I get to the restaurant on the day, and she's not there. Uh-oh. And 15 minutes goes by, and 
and I call her cell phone and it goes straight to voicemail. And Uh-oh. I'm honestly worried at this point because yeah. this is like, this never happens. Yeah. This never happens. Were you on so, the wrong day? No, I checked my mail. I mean, I was on it. I knew I was right. Uh, and so uh, the next day she called and I just, I just wasn't able to answer the phone at the time. And when I finally did and called her back, um, she sounded like her voice was slow. She had fallen down in her house and they brought, they, uh, her boyfriend Carter said, you know, we need to get to the hospital. Oh. And they went to the urgent care clinic and, uh, the urgent care clinic said, you go to the emergency room, emergency room, brought a specialist down and, uh, she had a tumor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This and is she, your friend. What is, so what's the prognosis? So I haven't heard yet from her. She had surgery last Friday. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. And she's already had surgery. It was so fat. Like they went, they, uh, they did a quick, uh, uh, biopsy. They, I guess they did a quick surgery right on that. I think it was the day that we were supposed to meet or whatever. I don't know the whole story yet because she was kind of out of it, but they, uh, it was benign. So they were going to go in and remove it. So I just, I just told her, you know, get, get, please get in touch with me when, when you can. Yeah. So I actually still don't know. Wow. But yeah, it was crazy. And yeah. Okay. So that was your week. Yeah, that was that one. And then, and then the last day I was leaving, um, just, Totally felt a cold coming on, oh, and I had yeah. travel all day last Friday, and uh, by the last weekend it was the became the catch 'em crud. We have I this, know that's been going around yeah. this year. Yeah, we have this lovely thing. It's 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 a it's kind of a cold, but yeah. it's not quite the flu. And I'm it's sure they have it everywhere. Yeah. And, but we just have yeah. a name. We call it the catch 'em crud, crud, yeah, as opposed to the Boise crud or something like the that. The worst part about it is, is I feel the good, LA crud. Yeah, I feel good enough to go to work. I mean, I don't feel. I mean, I should stay that's home. That's the worst. Feel you feel so good bad. enough to go to work, but you don't feel good enough to do anything fun. Yeah. Well, that's, it's like, I'm like, I can go to work, you know, I just, uh, you know, and, yeah. and it's one of those in-betweeners. It's if I had a full on fever or whatever, I'd stay home. But yeah. So now what am I doing? I'm at work just spreading it around everybody else. Oh you know, yeah. So. Hopefully not. But, okay. Yeah. Wash your hands a lot. Don't breathe yeah. on anybody. Your handle's running around with a hospital mask on. <laughs> I should have. Yeah. Last night was, uh, though, the then first- they probably would send you home. Yeah, then, yeah. But you don't want to use your sick days unless you're actually so sick you can't go to work. Yeah. And and you're actually lucky you have sick days. I am. I'm quite lucky. Most most people don't. I do not. I do not. So, So that was was Heno's Heno's catch up. Heno's last week and two weeks. Now, how about Um, you? Okay, so now we're going to talk about my last week because what I did, and this is the topic for the podcast, we're getting around to it, people. We're getting around to it. is I went down to southern Idaho, um, close to Kimberly, Idaho, where I go down. I've been going down for the last few months, once a week, to get a colonics because I've been getting prepared to do a big liver flush. So um, on, I did two days of fasting and did a liver flush and, um, yeah, it was... Now, fasting, uh, what what... Constituted fasting. Uh, two days of no food except for a gallon on each day of apple juice. So you were allowed to drink apple juice. Well, you need to drink apple juice because um, apple juice is part of the flush. So anyway, that was my week. So we thought we decided that we would take a little time out from the energy series that we're doing. And we're going to today talk about liver cleansing and liver flushing. Very exciting, all you listeners out there. <laughs> No, I think it's it's great because you know we hear about it a lot. Um, Do I, you? Because I mean, it's on my radar, obviously, because I've been doing this since for five years now, almost six. But is it to like regular people like you, as opposed to weirdos like me? <laughs> well, you know, I you know I know uh, 
because of Neil, Neil, you know, when he, when we did the show with him, you yeah. know, he, he talked a little bit about, he, he does various cleanses and yeah. stuff with the, um, and, and fast and yeah. the, with the, um, isogenics products. So, yeah. you know, I, I'd heard about that part of it, but because I work, you know, work with Ed's energy, um, Brenda, one of the, the, um, oh, trainers right. there, she would do these combination six week workout, uh, liver flush programs. Right. And so I got, I got to look into them a little bit cause yeah. I was just curious about them. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I heard, I heard great, I heard great things and I heard like, you know, then in other not so great things, not that it was anything bad, but just yeah. the, 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 fa- I mean, it's difficult, it's hard, you know, yeah. but, uh, especially <laughs> with, uh, uh, somebody that I knew that had some allergies oh. and, and how it helped them with their allergies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which was, that's why I looked into them. Yeah. Into it. So um, that's why I'm, I'm excited okay. to hear about okay. this. Okay. So, well, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about, first of all. And one of them is that um, there's a lot of different protocols on how to do a liver flush out there on the internet. And I'm sure lots of different um, practitioners that do it different ways. And then there's also lots of different protocols around a liver cleanse. So um, there's a couple of other practitioners up here in Ketchum that do what a liver cleanse and it's like six, four to six weeks of pretty interesting, you know, you do some um, herbal supplements and basically you do some healthy things for your liver. That's going to be more of a liver cleanse. So it's kind of an ongoing dietary changes. Um, mostly you cut out, you know, like anything that's refined and sugar and alcohol, which is what is, which is a real downer for a lot of people. Um, and it's this liver you know, and it helps your liver, you know, basically get, you're basically giving your liver a little love. What I did and what I do and what has worked really well for me is called a liver flush. And it's not as long of a protocol. Um, and it's a little bit more specific and it's like actually over a couple of days that you actually do this drink, which we're going to talk about these different drinks and, and you don't eat for a couple of days and you actually have, you actually release gallstones out of your liver. So it's a little different than a cleanse. Um, cleanses are great if people um, are in a space to do that. I'm going to tell you one thing that's really, in my opinion, in what I know about cleanses um, is, especially if there's um, limited caloric intake coming in. So if you're really cutting back on how much you're eating, you want to be able to support that cleanse with doing less in your life. One of the things that I see up here that can cause real issues for people is they'll go on, they'll be like, I'm on this liver cleanse and, or I'm on this, you know, um, one week juice fast. And then they're working out at the same level. Like that kind of defeats the purpose of you're asking your body to cleanse. You need to let your body have time and space to rest and allow it to do that. Try not to just proceed on with your regular life and do all of your regular stuff around not eating and, and doing this. It's just, it doesn't make sense. It's sort of like I have the flu and I'm not going to go to bed. Um, I'm just going to continue on and hope that my body can just drag my body along. Like it just isn't, it doesn't go. So if you're going to do, and, and, I, I recommend if you are, if this lands for you today and you really think this is great, best case scenario, you find somebody that's done them and had good results or some sort of a health practitioner. It's nice to have someone who's been around it and done, you know, because this particular liver flush, um, it's very user friendly. But if you're on it, um, if you're on medications or if you have, if you don't have a gallbladder, for example, or 
this can be pretty dramatic and you don't, you want to make sure you're really supported. You don't want to just throw your body into this. That's my experience and that's what I've learned about it. So, and I know there are people that have had no problems that have just done it without any sort of whatever. And, but I also know of people that have ended up in the ER because they weren't prepped they weren't properly. Prepped for it. Okay. Yeah. And they started passing gallstones. And if you're not prepped for it, it can be really, really painful. So, so just take it with, you know, take it with some caution. And, and, you know, one of the things, and this has come to me in middle age for sure. It, it wasn't when I was the age of these spring breakers you're talking about, <laughs> but you just, I, I just feel like it's important to really respect your body and, um, especially if you're, you know, think about your motives. Like, why are you doing this? If you're doing it, let's say that you're doing it because you want to ha- see if you can have some changes in your allergies. Respect your body on the journey. Don't don't make it harder for your body. You yeah. know, so I, I just I feel pretty strongly about that. And um, I definitely that's been my experience up here owning a gym. I see people they come in like I haven't had anything to eat very much for three days and take it easy on me. I'm like. Okay. Yeah, why are you I, here? <laughs> I, I, I try to mind my own business, but to a certain extent, I, I mean, I, I, I sometimes have said, you know, I, are you sure you really want to be here? Well, you you do that for when 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 you do one of these and and we have classes and you're just like yeah I'm not working out today I'm not I working mean, out today because I yeah. because it's 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 important I I think and I think it's. Anyway, I've done about 25 of these. And I think it's uh, one of the things that you really hit just there that I think is important is, is like, this is something to do when you are already reasonably healthy. Yeah. You know, that. Well, that... I mean, I think you can do it if you're on the journey. I mean, when yeah, exactly. I started yeah, doing yeah. it, I was um, on the journey um, and I was, I was doing it to get healthier. So I'm not saying that you can't do it. Um, but I'm saying that if you are like really laid out, make sure you're working with somebody that can help you do it in an order. Because for example, I was really laid out. This is something that turned the tide for me. I worked with this health practitioner. Um, let's see. So you guys, this is in the Angela origins podcast, my story about how I got sick. I worked for, with doctors for a year. I was on all these crazy medications. And then I started working with this gal named Molly Peppa who owns glow cafe here in Ketchum, Idaho. She's an awesome practitioner. And, um, when she did, she did muscle testing on me. Um, and when she did, I mean, I tested weak on everything. So we started with different things. Um, I started with her in September, October, November. By January, I was off all the medications. We did that really slowly, um, February. And then in March, we kept doing the muscle testing and everything else was testing strong and my liver kept testing weak. Like she was just like, I, you know, we kept doing mud packs on it and castor oil packs and I was doing um, all kinds of herbal support for my liver. And she's like, I, I think you should try a liver flush. And I was like what the hell is a liver <laughs> I had no idea. And um, so I had already been really prepped and I'd already done a lot of prep. You know, I'd been working with her for five months. And um, then it was another two weeks of prep. And then I did this liver flush, which we're going to talk about. But here was the crazy thing. Up until that time, I would have a few hours on a lot of days where I wouldn't have a headache, but I was still having a headache every day. After I did my first liver flush, I went one week without a headache. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a miracle. Like, this is a miracle. I'd been two years, I'd had a headache every day. Um, and then you can't, you really need to give it three, at least three weeks. Like, it's a minimum before you do another one. So I, had, I was like, okay, I'm ready to do another one when they started coming back. So I just kept prepping and I did another one three weeks later and I had no headache for two weeks. So it was pretty 
much for me an unbelievable experience. Like I, it was literally from doing the liver flush. Like there's nothing else. There's no other way. You didn't do anything else. I didn't do anything else. I had been doing other things. This is what turned the tide for me. This made a huge difference. And then I did another one. And then all of a sudden, and here's the other thing about liver flushing. Once you start, you need to keep doing it until you have a flush without any gallstones, which we'll talk about more later. But I ended up doing a liver flush every month or so for the, for an entire year. I mean, it was, a it was crazy. And, um, I was doing it because of my headaches, but I have all, since I turned 30, I've had major allergies. Um, I didn't have any in my twenties. And when I turned 31 or so, I started getting just horrible allergies. My eyes would just itch. Like there's a lot of people in Ketchum. I think it's the sage that I'm allergic to. Yeah, it's pretty common. So I did this liver flushing for an entire year. And then the next, I always got him in the summer. I mean, it was just unbearable, awful. The next summer, all of a sudden, like halfway through the summer, I was like, this is the weirdest thing ever. I totally have no allergies this year. And then I was like, wait a minute. I haven't had, I didn't have any allergies last year. So it definitely made a huge, and I really haven't had allergies since. Yeah, that's, I have a, I have a, I was telling a friend that was, that works at its energy. And yeah, she's also, you know, we're, she's been trying different things. Yeah. You know, and usually people that are health conscientious are, are trying things, right. you know, because right. they're, they're, the options for allergies are gnarly. Yeah. And like for anything else that's going on in your body, you yeah. know, you try this, try yeah. that. And so uh, she finally said, well, let me try this. And, and it helped. It helped yeah. tremendously. She, yeah. she was able to stop using certain medications and that she had to use during those periods of the time of year. Yeah. And that was awesome. I was yeah. like, wow, that sounds great. Yeah. You know? So it pretty much eliminated allergies for me. That was pretty crazy. And it really helped with my headaches. Okay. So we're going to take a step backwards and just give you guys a little background about the liver. Um, I wrote, the liver. The, I, I did a little surfing on the net this morning. This is from WebMD. Um, and I'm just going to read it because it'll be easier than me trying to put it in my own words. Um, what's up with the liver? The liver is a large meaty organ that sits on the right side of the belly, weighing about three pounds, three pounds. Wow. The liver is a reddish brown in color and feels rubbery to the touch. If anyone's ever eaten liver, have you ever eaten liver? Uh, human liver? Not human <laughs> liver. But I, I'm assuming animal liver is similar. I've uh, never had liver. So uh, it's. I think depends, Rob's mom it depends used to on make the it. animal. And yeah. there's so. See, most people don't like liver because it, it can be very. Uh, rubbery. Uh, well, rubbery and gritty too. Oh, um, okay. Like, especially cow. Yeah. But like a, like a deer liver, like fresh off of a kill, which I have had, is not rubbery and is not. I mean, it, it was delicious. I mean, it was amazing. So. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I got sidetracked. But <laughs> this is the rubbery detachment made me think of it. Okay. Um, normally you can't fill the liver because it's protected by the rib cage. The river has, the liver has two large sections called the right and left lobes. The gallbladder sits under the liver, um, along with parts of the pancreas and intestines. Let's see. I didn't know that. I didn't either. The liver and these organs work together to digest, absorb, and process food. The liver's main job is to filter the blood coming from the digestive tract before passing it to the rest of the body. So it's a big filter. The liver also detoxifies chemicals and metabolizes drugs. I did know that. As it does so, the liver secretes bile and ends up back in the intestines. The liver also makes proteins important for blood clotting and other functions. Okay, so talking about the liver functions, this is interesting to me. Um, this is from Healthline.com. So it's also adding to our, our, it's not only filtering the blood, it's also adding to the blood, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. yeah. 
The av- Okay, so he, they're agreeing the liver weighs about three pounds. Let's see. Um, the liver is considered a gland, an organ that um, secretes chemicals because it produces bile, a substance needed to digest fats. Bile salts break up fat into smaller pieces so it can be absorbed more easily in the small intestine. In addition to, okay, here's what the liver does. In addition to producing bile, the liver detoxifies the blood to rid it of harmful substances such as alcohol and drugs. Hello. Stores some vitamins and iron. Stores the simple sugar glucose. Converts stored sugar to usable sugar when the body's sugar glucose levels fall below normal. Breaks down hemoglobin as well as insulin and other hormones. Converts ammonia to urea, which is vital in metabolism. Destroys old red blood cells. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so this, and I thought this was interesting because I didn't know this, and it just talked about it a little bit, but from medicine.net, the, is it a gland or an organ? The liver is one of the vital organs of the body, body responsible for hundreds of chemical reactions that the body needs to survive. It's also a gland because it secretes chemicals that are used by other parts of the body. For these reasons, the liver is both an organ and a gland. Well, there you okay, go. Okay, so there you have it. So th- when Who you go, knew? so when you go home tonight and you're having a nice, slow, relaxed dinner with your significant other, you can quiz your significant other, and you can say, "Pop quiz: Is the liver an organ or a gland?" Yeah, and then you, you can just spout <laughs> off, and they'll think you're awesome. Now, I do want to say um, that. The, the like I said previously, there's lots of different ways to do cleanses, and this is a this is a liver flush. So this is an actual protocol which actually helps remove gallstones. Um, the the liver flush protocol that I follow is um, Andrea Moritz Liver Cleanse. It's if you Google the amazing liver and gallbladder cleanse, this is what will come up. And if you Google, is it a hoax or you know, your experience with, or does it really work? There are a lot of people on the internet that are very opposed and say that this doesn't work. So I did print out one. This is from, um, livestrong.com, which is, you know, I think everybody knows Livestrong, right? (laughs) So, um, we're not going to read the beginning part of it, but the second page, Hanno is liver cleanse, Debunked. Yeah, and I've read this. Okay, so um, I want because you guys need to hear both sides of the story, and this and I is, think that's very fair. Yeah, absolutely. Very fair. According to the respected British British journal, The Lancelot, exa- The Lancet. Oh, The Lancet. Oh, The Lancelot. See, I saw <laughs> British. Cute. Okay, okay. Examination of the gallstones that resulted from a liver cleanse revealed that they were composed mainly of fatty acids. Further experimentation revealed that mixing equal parts of lemon juice and oleic acid, the primary component found in olive oil resulted in several semi-solid balls after a small amount of potassium hydroxide was added. Researchers concluded that these stones weren't gallstones, but they were indeed a substance, actually a substance created by the liver to cleanse itself. If you believe you have gallstones, a doctor or medical technician should be able to see them clearly using ultrasound imaging. Okay, so... That's out there. There's I, I only just downloaded one. There's no point. I mean, feel free to download as much as you want. Here's the deal with that for me is, and I have two friends here in Ketchum that have done almost as many liver flushes as I have, two of them. And the one started doing liver flushes because they wanted to put him on cholesterol medication. He has not ever had to go on cholesterol medication from doing these liver flushes. The other one went on just to kind of, um, she has gallbladder attacks sometimes, and she also is just really interested in just doing things to, you know, she just like goes the extra mile with her health and what she had, she's had cancer and a lot of chemotherapy and she's completely in remission for a long time now, but she ended up 
doing a lot of flushes. And here's the thing about both of them. First of all, the one's never been on cholesterol medication. His cholesterol has dropped like dropped like 25 points or something crazy like that. And my friend that had the cancer, she's had not only gallstones released, but white solid stones that we think are from the chemotherapy. She ended up taking her gallstone because they float. They come out mm-hmm. and they float in yeah. the toilet so you can you can scoop them out. She actually took them into her doctor to talk about it. And he's like, this isn't from your liver. This is because you're drinking this olive oil thing, which we're going to, which is part of the recipe. So there's a lot of people that don't think this is, this is true and good. God bless you. Good. That's fine. This has worked. This has basically saved my life. I, I could not figure out how to get rid of my headaches. This is what worked. And if you Google, um, people who love the amazing lot, you know, something like that. What you'll read is you'll read people's experience. This is what happened to me. <coughs> so that's what kind of carries weight for me as opposed to I've done this and this, this can't possibly be that. And then you, you talk to like, or you read about all these people that are like, I don't know why this is working, but this is working. Yeah. And the thing is the, the, so the problem with this that goes along with a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about is many times that, you know, that we're talking about something new that people are getting into doing and trying. Right. There's there's a lot of uh, I don't know how to say say it. There's it's anecdotal evidence. Right? right. So people are saying this is what I found. This is what occurred. And then then maybe someone actually bothers to do like, a, you know, studies, whatever right. it is. And, and, you know, there was a while there that that I saw liver um, flushes specifically talking about these, you know, oh, well, you'll find, you'll have evidence of, of gallstones and blah, blah, blah. And, and then I read the same thing where they right. said, you know, if, if that is the truth, then you should be able to do a, uh, an ultrasound before right, and one after. right, And you'd see them beforehand and then you'd see them pass through and that what they actually are is, is a, a byproduct of the process in and of itself. Right. You know, okay, great. Then, but the real important thing is what you just said is how do you feel? Did this work for right. you? The, the thing, and, and hopefully then people start to walk away from that fact of saying like, oh, I can tell it's working because I got all these things floating in the thing. It's like, all right, well, you don't know what that is. Right. You know, you don't know what that is from. That doesn't mean it's working. What really matters is how do you feel? Right. Well, and here's the interesting thing. So I did go to what are gallstones? And gallstones are pieces of solid material that form in the gall- gallbladder. This is also from online WebND. These stones develop because of cholesterol and pigments in bile sometimes form hard product particles. Cholesterol stones, usually yellow, green in color. Approximately 80% of gallstones are cholesterol stones. Um, pigment stones, these stones are smaller and darker and are made up of bilirubin. So here's the thing. They do exist. Well, they do exist. It's a real deal. They're made of cholesterol. <clears throat> they're usually yellow, green in color, and they're made of cholesterol. So... It sounds a lot like what they were talking about when they're like when they were when they were talking about what these gallstones are, they're mainly fatty acids. I mean, I just would be interested in what's the difference between fatty acids and cholesterol. I I don't know. It sounds to me like they're gallstones. Um, here's the other part I want to mention about this that I find very interesting, and this has been my experience. This has been the experience of both the people that I'm friends with that do this here in Ketchum, along with having really good results. You drink the same amount of mixture every single time, right? It's the same thing. I have always had different amounts of stones come out. I've had anywhere from a lot of stones to I finally, 
after about a year and a half of flushing, I finally had two flushes in a row where I had zero. Yeah. Zero. So the exact same amount of olive oil, the exact same amount of everything, the exact same prep, different amounts of stones. In fact, to the point where at some point I stopped having stones. Period. None. So that to me also is like, how do you explain that? It's just by chance, just by chance that after all this time, all of a sudden you do two flushes in a row and have zero like that does. Anyway. Yeah. So that's, that's part of it. And the, um, if you, you know what the other thing is that they can't say, and this is the, the one part where I go, okay, I can buy the fact that most of what that, that stone is, is a, is a, is a byproduct of what you've put in your body and your body deconstructing it and reconstructing it as something else. Right. But that's not to say that there isn't something in there that it removed as well. I mean, if, if your body's putting this back together and then, and then passing it through, you know, who knows what you've, what's been combined with it too, you know? And, and so I, you know, until somebody does a real, you know, like I, you know, the Lancet is a, I mean, that's very, no one's going to question the Lancet, you know? Um, but once again, it's like, okay, if you see something changing, if you see it working for you, you know, there's nothing negative happening. Right. And I'll tell you, here, here's another thing. No one's going to ever do a study on this pretty much because there's no money in it. Well, that's there's no, no money in it. Yeah. Zero. All, there is yeah. zero money in it. Yeah. Like this guy's written a book. Yeah. Um, Andre, Andreas Moritz. Go to the um, yeah. last page on the last yeah. section there. And that has this has his... Um, his um, kind of bio. He's written a book. It's called The Amazing Liver and Gallbladder Flesh. You can buy it online. There's actually a PDF online when I Googled it this morning. You can actually just download the book for free. I've seen it, yeah. So, and what his prep is on this thing, it no one's going to profit from it. So no one's going to ever do, no one's going to ever do a study that's going to back up what's what's worked worked really well for me and the people that I know that have done this. And again, if this, if this, if you're like, this is nonsense, then, you know, this isn't your podcast for today. Yeah. Come, come back next week. And that's, that's no cool. big deal because, you know, I wouldn't ever, I don't even actually tell people about this very much because I think people think it's weird. I, I think it's weird. Um, and I would probably be skeptical except for that it has worked so well for me. Yeah. Like it has been, un- and, and then, and when I read about like all the people talking about how he's <laughs> full of it and this isn't, can't possibly be whatever. And even my friend that took the gallstones to the doctor and the doctor was like, you need to get these analyzed, but there's no way. And she was like, she kept doing the flushes. Yeah. Like she's, she's like, and we're talking about someone that's got a lot of money. We're talking about a very respected doctor, you know, um, and she keeps doing them because you can't argue with what's working. And you know, the other thing about this is what I think is interesting too, is that for me, whatever doctor I went to, when I went to the, um, I went to a neurologist when I first got diagnosed and he put me on medication that he was like, you have to always be on this or you're going to have a headache that made me feel like I was underwater. And I was like, there has to be other options. He's like, there are no other options. So I went to a different doctor and the different doctor was an OBGYN and he was like, it's your hormone. So they put me on birth control pills to help, help regulate my hormones. I'd be like, well, my head gets so bad every time I have my cycle. He's like, well, then just don't have your cycle. Like just stay on the, that was his solution. It wasn't like whatever. I went to the sleep doctor. She's like, you almost have sleep apnea, but we can't really, you know, put you on a CPAP and we, I want you to clean your nose. I clean my nose like every night with a um, neti pot for like, 
a month straight. I went to a psychiatrist. He's like, you're bipolar. Let's put you on this medication. I went to, um, what was the other one? What was the other? Oh, and then when I finally ended up with the specialist in LA, he was like, it's your circulation. Let's put you on dexadrine, dexadrine, which is speed. So we're going to improve your circulation. So not anybody asked me what was, not anyone diagnosed what the problem was, except for the, the brain specialist. He's like, it's your circulation. Well, guess what's in charge of your circulation? Well, it's a part, big part of it, the liver. Your liver. Yeah. And guess what's Which a I didn't big, know that. Guess what's that. a big part in regulating yeah. your hormones? Yeah. Your liver. Your liver. Guess yeah. what's a big part of you being able to sleep well? Your yeah. liver. It, it, it's, yeah. so all of these doctors just wanted, so... It, you have if you're having issues that are not being solved or the only solution is medication sometimes that's probably true but if it's black and white you're either on this medication or you're not going to be okay i don't know i yeah. mean i just am going to say and even if you have to be on a certain medication some people do absolutely medications are the gift of the gift and the curse of our present day evolution Sometimes even things like this can help support that. Although if you're on major indications with doing this liver flush, you need to be, you need to be working with a, a health practitioner that knows what they're doing because that can cause problems. Yeah. And most likely your doctor's never going to do this with you. I mean, I, I have yet to meet a doctor that would be like, let's do this. Yeah, they're not going to say, let's do a liver cleanse. You're going to yeah. need to work with someone who is an alternative health practitioner. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't doctors out there who would do this. I just don't know of any. And I know that this doctor that my friend went to, he's a pretty, I mean, he's a very, you would know who I'm talking about. He's a very well-known doctor. He's definitely, you know, not opposed to alternative medicine, but. Hey, you know, the, the, this all applies to the same thing with, is it to to me applies to chiropractic health oh yeah you know, like i've never had a doctor recommend chiropractors right. it's always physical therapy all this stuff right and my experience with chiropractors is 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 not much different than my experience with you know hearing about the the right. liver cleanses is that there's one thing where this targets you know your liver hey let's see if we can make your liver more efficient let's see if we can improve its thing and when they start saying let's detox your body Right. right, and they start saying this is going to detox you. Right, and same thing when when chiropractors say, okay, let's deal with your your spinal column. Let's let's look at how this your 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 frame, how this all lines up, how it affects the rest of your body. Right, and it's another thing when they say adjustments are going to help you with your cancer or your immune system. Right, now you're starting to stretch into areas that are are really not proven. Right, and and that's where my skeptic mind goes. Right. you know, hmm? you know, and should yeah, and should and and what I liked is is what you've presented here is the true nuts and bolts of this. It's right. like, it's like, Hey, this is a, an important part of your body. Right. Let, let's see if we can do something that it's going to make it work differently. Right. And, and maybe in, in, in this case, it's going to help you. Right. You know, and that's where I, where I like this is, is right. where I get, I have issues and what I do take people on is, so the term tox, you know, detox right. is the origin of it is because of drugs and alcohol. It has nothing to do with, you know, that's what right. it's, uh, that's what it was designed for. Right. And it's association with liver has to do with drugs and alcohol. Right. And, and, but it's been, it's been turned now with the idea of that there are toxins in our environment. Right. If, Which are drugs, technically, right? I mean, they're, they're chemicals. I mean, you chemicals know, they're, yeah. and drugs. I mean, yeah. But they, they start to now blend those together. Right. And, and that's where I think they start doing a disservice to um, something that actually could be good. And then it brings these people out who say, ah, oh, this is all crap, blah, blah, blah. Right. But hey, this might work for somebody. Right. You know, so I don't like it when the, uh, the, um, the complimentary practitioners 
try to say that something does more than it really can. Right. As much as I don't like the other side saying, this, this is not going to work. This, this isn't going right. to work, so we're not even going to recommend it to you. Right. You know, and so I like how this is, to me, this feels balanced. Right. What we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, this is, yeah, and this is, and like I said, I mean, I certainly went to doctors first. Yeah. I mean, because I had a serious health thing going on. Yeah. Like I had something that was causing me to not be able to work. I mean, it was yeah. basically stopping my life. So I went to, do and I'm kind of an alternative medicine kind of gal, but after that experience, now I'm like, okay, now my first stop is, can I do anything alternatively first? Yeah. And then I'll go, if I need to, anyway, there's no right or wrong, just like you said. And I think that, um, I just think this is, I think this is interesting. I am thrilled that I know about this tool for myself. I think this is going to make a huge difference for me as I get older, just having this tool in the toolkit that I can pull this out and use it when I need to. And I know that it saved my life because I was at yeah. a point where I was like, there has to be a solution to the headaches. And I would, this is something I, I have yet to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it might be on my doorstep one yeah. day Yeah, because I do have a lifetime of allergies. Yeah. I mean, and it's, I have would be so interesting. A, lifetime of, <laughs> a lifetime of medications, a lifetime of, you know, it's, it's unbelievable how heavy that is. And yeah. if I was able to reduce them even a little bit, yeah, that would be, that would, you know, I would know, I will notice the difference instantly because all of a sudden, you know, my my body would change dramatically yeah. if I lost some of those allergies. That would so. Be so interesting. So are you going to tell us the whole process? Okay, so what we're going to tell do? you the process, okay, but cool. I'm going to, first of all, we need to talk about the author so that you guys know a little bit. And you can Google him. There's all kinds of yeses and nos about this guy. He's not alive anymore. His, oh, okay. He's not. He, um, I can't remember how he died and it wasn't that long ago. I think it was within the last year or so. Um, his website is um, www.com com and energy is e-n-e-r dash c-h-i dot com um yeah he's an interesting guy i hope i'm saying moretz right i'm yeah. sure i'm sure that's right right yeah, andreas yeah. Moretz yeah, is a medical intuitive so that's going to put some people on alert right there <laughs> um a practitioner of ayurveda i don't know you have to read this with me because i don't know what that next word is Iridology. 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 Huh. I don't know what that is. You want to Google that? Yeah. Um, shiatsu and vibrational medicine, a writer and an artist. I didn't know that. Um, he's an author of the international bestseller, The Amazing Liver and Gallbladder Flush, which is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I, he also has a book called Timeless Secrets of Health and Rejuvenation, which I have, which is very interesting. Oh, my gosh. We could do podcast after podcast. Yeah. That book. Lifting the veil of duality. Cancer is not a disease. It's time to come alive. Heart disease no more. Diabetes no more. Simple steps to total health. Diabetes no more again. Ending the AIDS myth. Feel great. Lose weight. Heal yourself with sunlight and vaccine nation. Poisoning the population. So he's got a slant. He uh so he So his there you go. Death was two thousand and twelve. Yeah. Nineteen fifty four to two thousand and twelve. And then did it say what he how he died? That's I, I unfortunately the Wikipedia I page I brought up was in another language. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Well, you keep going on that, right. and um, I'm just gonna. Uh, so, this is a little bit out of his book, um, just a touch, um, and then we're gonna talk about the protocol. So, um, basically, he is saying, t "quote Thank 
Think about the liver as a large city with thousands of houses and streets. There are underground pipes for delivering water, oil, and gas. Sewage systems and garbage trucks remove the city's waste products. Power lines deliver energy to the homes and businesses, factories, transport systems. Communication networks and stores meet the daily requirements of the residents. The organization of city life as such is such that it can provide all the needs it need all that it needs for continued existence of the population. But if a major strike, a power outage, a devastating earthquake, or a major act of ter- terrorism such as the one we witnessed in New York City on September 11th suddenly paralyzes city life, the population will begin to suffer serious shortcomings in all these vital sectors. Like the city's infrastructure, the liver has hundreds of different functions and is connected to every part of the body. Every moment of the day, it is involved in manufacturing, processing, and supplying vast amounts of nutrients. These nutrients feed the 60 to 100 trillion inhabitants, the cells of the body. Each cell is, in itself, a microscopic city of immense complexity with billions of chemical reactions per second. To sustain the incredibly diverse activities of all cells of the body without disruption, the liver must supply them with a constant stream of nutrients, enzymes, and hormones. With its intricate labyrinth of veins, ducts, and specialized cells, the liver needs to be completely unobstructed in order to maintain a problem-free production line and frictionless distribution system throughout the body. Woo! Okay, so basically, that's, yeah, the liver is doing that's this is his slant on it. This is what he's saying. Um, I just think it's really interesting, but basically, listen, this is what <laughs> here we go. Here's the list. If you suffer from any of the following symptoms or similar conditions, you must have numerous gallstones in your liver or gallbladder. Okay, so this is his slant. This is what he thinks are things that are affected by the liver and gallbladder. I am going to tell you that my slant is also, I am in agreement on this because of my experience. Okay. I am not going to give you anything else to back that up. I'm simply saying this is what's happened to me. He's saying if you have things like low appetite, food cravings, digestive disorders, diarrhea, constipation, hernia, flatulence, hemorrhoids, dull pain on the right side, difficulty breathing, liver cirrhosis, hepatitis, most infections, high cholesterol, pancreatitis, heart disease, brain disorders, nausea and vomiting, a bilious or angry personality, (laughs) 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 depression, (laughs) impression, other sexual problems, prostate diseases, urinary, urinary problems, hormonal imbalances, Menstrual and menopausal disorders, problems with vision, puffy eyes, any skin disorder, liver spots, especially those on the back of the hands or facial area, dizziness or fainting spells, loss of muscle tone, excessive weight or wasting, strong shoulder and back pain, pain at the top of the shoulder blade or between the shoulder blades, dark color under the eyes, morbid complexion, (laughs) tongue that is glossy or coated with white and yellow. The list goes on. Headaches or migraines, tooth or gum problems, sciatica, joint diseases, chronic fatigue, obesity, kidney disease. He just goes on and on and on. He's saying that if if you have any of those symptoms, this would be helpful for you. So iridology is the study of the iris to oh. determine health problems. Isn't that interesting? I didn't even know about yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. So 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 here's the problem with his death. Oh, yeah. Lay it on me. It's, Don't tell me it was liver failure. They've never released a cause of death, oh. which has led to all sorts of people saying, well, is he one of these guys who, you know, 
proposed all these different things to do to prevent cancer, and then he ended up dying of cancer. Right. You know, and so they right. never. It, it's I just was like looking online, and it's yeah. just unbelievable. Everyone's just like, okay, usually a cause of death is released within a week, and has never been released by the family ever. Because so, he wasn't that old. No, I'm 54 to 2012. That's you know. Yeah. <laughs> but so that the the suspicion is that he died of something that he you know supposedly you know, spent his life trying to cure, um, which makes, you know, the whole Jim Fix thing and all that. So I do know, um, from reading his book, he talks a little bit about himself. If I remember correctly, and I didn't double check this this morning, um, but I'm pretty sure he didn't have great health beginning his life. Which led him into which this. led him into this. Gotcha. So, so perhaps they he prob- would have died decades ago. Right. That, that argument could be made for that. Again, who knows? Who knows? All I know is that this has worked really well yep. for me and blah, blah, blah. So let's talk about the protocol. So the, the, actual, the actual nuts and bolts of the liver flesh. So if you read on his book, he basically says for one week prior to the liver flesh, um, you drink every day a gallon of apple juice. Okay. Continue eating what you normally eat. Um, He's a recommend. He definitely recommends either vegetarian or um, low in meat diet. Um, he recommends that prior to the liver flush that you do go without meat. Um, I was vegan for a couple of years, um, mostly. Ve- I was vegan and then vegetarian. So, um, and now I'm not, and I have not given. I just do more, less meat, more plants when I've prepped for the last couple. In the last couple of years, I've prepped for them. So. Um, so um, so he says, so in his book, it's a gallon of apple juice every day for seven days <coughs> prior to the liver flush. That um, is what I did on the first two. And then I actually now have um, some supplements that I have found that I can do instead of the apple juice because you just kind of feel yucky <laughs> drinking that much <laughs> apple juice. Apple juice is really sweet. Well, that's why I've heard of people recommend using the, the a- apple the apple vinegar. I don't know about that. I don't okay. know if you can do that instead. Okay. That has not been something I have used. I use um, a supplement that um, I can get at Glow, and it is, um, and this is where you would have to work with a health practitioner to get this. There, I've, I've actually done two different protocols with this. Um, the the there's a gallbladder nano, a liver nano, and um, then there's a a supplement called Bilivin that you take the week before. So the way that I've done it now, since I don't like doing all that apple juice is for about three weeks prior to the liver flush, I will take herbal supplementation basically. And there's different ways to skin that cat, but I have what I use that's worked really well for me. If anybody wants to know those, the brands on that, I can't remember right off. Um, you can hit me up at my website or my email, which is Angela at going to Um, so the day of the flush. So you've done this prep. Oh, and then the other prep that he doesn't really talk about much in the book, but that my health practitioners had me do is for about a month, two or three times a week, do a coffee enema. So coffee enema is, um, just what it sounds like. Um, there's different recipes on the web. I have my own recipe. Um, 
And can, can I interrupt you for yes. a second? Now, do you prefer a dark or a light roast? <laughs> <laughs> there's actually a, there's actually a company that makes coffee beans that does coffee Sp- beans organic, kind. and they're specifically for this. You want to use organic. Now, for now, sure. what if what if you use the coffee? What is that 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 creature that everyone wants to have their coffee because it's because the the animals eat coffee beans and then they poop it out and then they make a coffee out of it and it's very rare and very expensive. Have That's not that? the one I've used, and I have not heard of that. I, now, this would be awesome if the <laughs> coffee you used was the coffee from an animal that ate a coffee beam and then pooped it, and then you processed it and put it back up. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. That was a little tangent. So here's another... This is, a, this is another little side note, though, on coffee enemas. Is that, that is fascinating. They are, there are a lot of health practitioners that talk about healthy um, coffee enemas to just help your liver... Just, just in general, like huh. if you're not going to do this, just to do that. But an enema doesn't go all the way up through your intestines no, to no, the no. liver. No, it doesn't. No. Um, but it supposedly it's it stimulates um, and causes your body to help support the liver. If you Google this, you will again find very strong opposition oh, yeah. to that. Have opinions. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So whatever. Um, but that's part the of the civet. Prep. That's it. The civet. Okay. Good. That's the little I'm so glad you thing. brought that up. Um, oh, they okay. have elephant dung coffee too. Okay, great. <laughs> We're getting sidetracked. Okay, so okay. that's so so those are the so the, that's the yeah. prep. Okay, so the day of the liver flush. So coffee enemas two or three times a week for a month. Um, supplements if you choose not to do the apple juice. Um, he also in the book has the specific things that you can use instead of the apple juice. It's just to me it was just easier to ask somebody who is into herb you yeah. know, prescribing herbs. I mean, it's a ma- that's a whole nother field that yeah. I am not, I would refer someone out for that. That's not my cup of tea. I mean, I think it's great. It's just not something that I'm qualified to talk about. Okay. Day of, so the day of the cleanse, the flush, no protein, no fat that day. Okay. Um, you are allowed to eat fruits, vegetables. Um, you can have a little bit of white rice, um, don't overeat. You want to keep it nice and light. Um, what I ended up, I've done a lot of different things. I end up having two green smoothies. That just works for me. Yeah, it's yeah. fruit. Greens are really supportive to the liver. Um, it's, it's soft. It's not. Um, and then you need to stop eating by one thirty. So you're pretty much no protein, no fat. You're hungry. <laughs> you're hungry. Um, some people though, both of the people that I know that I'm friends with, they are not nearly as hungry as I am. Like I am apparently an eater. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so stop eating at one 30, you can drink lots of water and then you need to stop drinking around five o'clock. And then at six o'clock you need to drink a mix of water and Epsom salts. And basically it's, um, three cups of water in a, in like a pitcher and then four, tablespoons of Epsom salts and then you divide that into four servings and you drink one of those servings. You can put a little um, lemon juice in there to get it down. This is the part that everybody hates. Like Rob did a liver flush and he just about, he just couldn't even stand how much he hated. I I don't mind it that much and it kind of makes me less hungry because it makes my stomach a little nauseous, which is actually preferable to the (laughs) hunger. So at six o'clock you drink one of those Epsom salt um, portions. Uh, and then at seven, you can drink a little regular water and then don't drink any more water because you don't want to dilute that. And then at eight o'clock, you're drinking another serving of the four servings of the Epsom salts. What's happening with the Epsom salts is they are helping the dial, the bile ducts relax on the liver. So that's going to help you not have pain while you pass these gallstones. 
Okay, again, this is all, this is how you do it. This is what I've done. This is, I'm not going to get into a big Yeah, thing. exactly. If everyone's like, that's not true. Yeah. Okay, that's not true for you. And maybe science says that's not true, but that's why you're doing it. Yeah. Okay, so then at um, 9.30, you want to make sure that you've had a bowel movement. So if you haven't, you need to do a water enema just to make sure you want to clear that out. That's part of the reason why you haven't eaten all day. And um, you, I also... Um, get a um, castor oil pack. We'll talk about that in a second. Ready. You, um, in the meantime, at six o'clock, you had two grapefruits, organic grapefruits. You took them out of the fridge so that they're warm. Um, you, you squeeze fresh grapefruit juice, three quarters of a cup. You get out your olive oil, half a cup, and then um, make sure you've had a bowel movement. Let's see. And then you put the olive oil and the grape juice in a, you know, something you can shake it up. And you go down, you get ready for bed, basically. Bring your castor oil pack down. Castor oil is um, basically, again, this is a new age health thing. People swear by it. It's worked really well for me. Um, castor oil pack is like three white cotton cloths. It needs to be three of them. And then it's soaked with castor oil. And you just you have a heating pad and you just set that, you get that ready so you can set that on your liver. So at like five minutes to 10, you're by your bed, you have your pillows propped up because what you're going to do is you're going to drink that olive oil grapefruit mix and then you're going to immediately lie down with your head elevated slightly and not move for at least 30 minutes. So you shake that bad boy up. You got your olive oil mm -hmm. and your grapefruit juice. I usually have like a little bit, I've gotten to the point where I don't need this anymore, but at the beginning I would have a little teaspoon of uh, like half teaspoon of some honey because it's... It's not very good. I mean, it's not that bad when you're drinking it because it kind of tastes like grapefruit. And at the end, you have that olive oil taste and it's kind of sharp. You calmly lay down, you get a little bit of honey. You put the castor oil pack on the heat and then you just relax. And I usually fall asleep, but you need to not move for 30 minutes. And then if you need to get up and go to the bathroom or whatever else, then you can. And then the next morning, you wake up at 6, you drink your Epsom salt third portion. Wow. He recommends that you stay up. He's like, you may even feel like doing some light yoga. Um, <laughs> yeah. At the beginning, I was like, so I would try to kind of stay up. Yeah. M my friend that does this, she's like, I just go back to bed. She's yeah. like, are you kidding me? I haven't eaten in so a day. So I started doing that, and that was much better call. Yeah. And then you get up again at 8, and you drink another serving of Epsom salts. But in the meantime, what is happening in your body is the Epsom salts are also a di diuretic. So mm -hmm. what has happened is you will start having liquid bowel movements. Um, and in the middle, like at 7, if you're up, you can drink some regular water. Again, you want to keep it separate. And then at um, 10.30, you can have some fresh squeezed juice. And then at noon, you can eat some soft foods. And then you've done it, basically. And so what starts happening in the morning as early as it's happened as early as the night before for me, depending on how prepped I am and how ready my liver is to let go of this stuff, is you start having liquid bowel movements, except for you start having stones come out. Little floaters. Little floaters. I have had <clears throat> all sizes. I have had some flushes where I, you can't, I've had um, gallstones as big as my thumb come out. Like, it's crazy. I'll be like, Rob, look at this. You fish him out of the toilet. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's crazy, but it's crazy. And, and, and it just depends. And you can have, you can be doing stones all day long and then you need to do another enema preferably. And he talks about this in the book. If you're going to do this, you need to read the book. It's, it, you can read it in a couple hours. It's a super short read. Um, 
super easy. Um, but basically, ideally, you and then within the next day or two, you have a colonic because a colonic is going to be way more effective at making sure that everything has moved out. And um, what happens is if you don't do that, you can have some of those stones that can get stuck on the way and that can cause you issues. So, and by issues, I mean like you could feel lethargic, you could feel headachey. So most of us, most of the time when I get done with a flush, I feel amazing. And the one thing, um, the one thing that I've note that I know to do now is I felt it so good a couple of times that I've been like, Oh my God, I'm totally going to go for a run or, <laughs> you know, like the, the, like the day after I'm good. Oh, I have a gym workout planned or something. And then I kind of hit a wall like two days later because it's just too, like, it's just too much. It's, this is a big deal. It's a, it's a bit. So you should, so I'm going to tell you to cool your jets and take a few easy days before and after to support your body. I mean, I kind of learned that the hard way because I, I just couldn't help myself apparently because I felt so good. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't recommend that. And um, what I did this week, which was amazing, was I ended up doing a colonics the day the day of the flush, the day after the flush, and the day after that. So I did three days in a row. And I also, in between, had a lymph massage. So I had all kinds of stones. And I, I was... I was like, oh my gosh, this is, it was kind of a, the next step up. Um, and we'll see. I mean, I feel, I've been feeling good, but I've been feeling, you know, I just felt like it was time to do a little spring cleaning. So I tried it out. So we'll see. I'll let you know um, how it goes. It's too early to really tell if I'm going to feel so, so that much you, different. When did you do this now? I did it. So today's Friday. I did it Monday. I didn't eat. Tuesday, I didn't <clears throat> eat. Um, it's cause I did a little bit more long, you know, I mm-hmm. did a little bit more cause the gal that I'm working with in, with the colonics, she's in Kimberly, Idaho. She has yeah. a slightly different protocol. Hers was slightly yeah. different than yeah. this book, which I've done the 25 times. This was like my first time ever doing it her way. Very similar, but just yeah. a little, she's like, I don't want you to eat for two days. Um, so Tuesday I did the actual flush day with the Epsom salts. And then Wednesday morning I did a colonics with her and that was that okay. day that it was actually gotcha. flushing. So um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's kind of a wild thing, but like I said, I, it, it, it's basically saved my life. I mean, yeah. it's wild. And here's the other thing after I do a liver flush, you know, I talked to you that, um, Molly would do the muscle testing and she's like, we can't get your liver to stay on. My liver is almost always on now. Like if I ever just pop in and just be like, we well, just do a little test. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's kind of a wild thing. And, and that doesn't see, that doesn't sound so bad. Like when I, when I, when I, uh, looked at Brenda's, you know, the protocol yeah. that she was working on yeah. with, I'm like, yeah, that's, uh, that's so too much that's for the me. difference between the flush and the cleanse. Like yeah, a cleanse yeah. is going to go on and on for weeks and that's weeks. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm just this like, is that not, has no interest to me. No. And I'm, I am going to say, see now I haven't, I've never drank alcohol since, um, I started doing this since I've been sober for 11 years. So that hasn't been an issue. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly in the book that they want you to not drink for a few weeks going into it. And it's definitely, if you're on medication, you need to work with a health practitioner because that can cause issues. I actually personally know of someone that ended up in the ER doing this. So I'm not trying to scare people, but I also, this is not a small deal this well, is something there's a that, fast involved and, there's you know. a little bit and and it's it this is i mean for as much as people say this doesn't work it's a powerful thing that yeah. can cause enough of something happening in your body yeah. i mean you're actually 
to me, I, I don't see any other way that you're not releasing stones because otherwise, how would you end up in the ER from doing olive oil? And, it, you know, she was having a, a gallstone attack. It wasn't like she passed out because she was hungry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't from the fasting. It was from this protocol. But anyway, so you want to use caution, but um, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's it's two days really of being uncomfortable. Yeah, it you you would want to do it. You don't want to do it on a day you have to go to work, obviously. Um, and I can't do it on a day. I mean, I can work the day I'm flushing. I prefer not to because it it's just taxing. And I yeah. try now. I have done so many of them. I'm like, you know what? It's just so much better to be in a relaxed state if you can. But it's also hard to do on a weekend because then your whole weekend is shot. Oh, yeah. But my friends who do it, actually, I have a third friend that I know. They're married. The one that had the cholesterol go down, he's married to someone that does it. And they'll do it, you know, together. And they've got kids and they, yeah. you know, they're okay. I'm like, aren't you guys hungry? Isn't it hard to make the kids dinner? They're like, we're fine. What's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. I just get so hungry. <laughs> at least it'd be, at least you'd have a team. Yeah, I think Neil so, and I think, do it together. I think too. you would have a hard time with just the one night of not eating too, because your metabolism is so fast. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why I get so hungry. I think even though I'm not yeah. super skinny, I have a really high metabolism and I like to eat apparently. And I don't like being hungry. I mean, I know I get so, to that point where I'm no longer hungry because yeah. that's happened to me when, you know, whatever. So you might, you, it might not you be know. that big of a deal at all. It's just getting past that point. I've had it at, you know, where I'm wor at work and I'm just, I just can't eat, you know, yeah. it's one of those days. And, and I, all of a sudden, you know, there's, I get, I get past a point where all of a sudden I'm like, okay, now my body just kind of says, all right, we're not getting fed. Yeah. I'm over it. You know? Yeah. So I know I will hit that point, but up to that point, I will just be going nuts. And I got to that <laughs> on the second day of fasting. Um, where I was like, okay, I'm not that hungry, but I was really calm. I was inside. It was raining. It was perfect day to do it. Um, and, and that was huge, hugely helpful. Like it, yeah. I didn't have a lot of things going on. I was studying yoga and, um, and then at night at like eight, I was all of a sudden like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, just go lay down. Yeah. You only have to stay up for another couple hours. Just watch some TV and yep. chill yourself out and you're fine. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so that's well, cool. the, that's the liver flush. Thanks for sharing. That. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's our podcast for today. Um, if you guys have any questions, you can email me. I can also be reached at, um, Angela's gym on Facebook or Angela's gym, Instagram. And I'm on Angela's gym on Twitter, although I'm way better at responding at email, face grant. Uh, Instagram and Facebook than Twitter. I don't get Twitter. I got to tell you, I tweet and I try to retweet. But well, 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 I'm if you want to, <laughs> if you want to get hold of me, you're going to need to actually like reach out and email me. <laughs> and my email is Angela at going to Angela's dot com. Well, I have to thank Jeannie and and she had some good comments about last last week. Oh, she did. Yeah, she uh, she she said she was listening to the episode and I said last you know, week uh, was the week yeah. was the week. You and, guys, and, and, and the drama. I said, you know, interesting topic, right? And she says, oh yeah, you. I cannot begin to tell you how many times I've had doctors just tell me to lose weight. So you oh. know, it really hit home for her. So oh. she really enjoyed it. I hope Jeannie. I hope you get the book. I hope you buy the book Health at Every Size. You'll love it. You'll love it. I totally recommend it. Landa Bacon, Health at Every Size. Yeah, and, and Tony just liked the throwback to Jock Jams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, me too, Tony, me too. It was way better He's than listening. Sure 
listening to what was actually <laughs> happening. <laughs> Which you guys didn't get to hear. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys um, yeah. listening today. And next week we're going to talk about energy again. Yeah, we'll get back to that. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and don't forget, if you if you can, leave us a review on iTunes. You that know, would be great. Our, I know we have a few listeners out there. so We that, would appreciate helpful, that. So. Thank Thanks. you, you guys. Okay, have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.